Got some motherfucking honey in here. Motherfucking honey. Got the motherfucking honey. What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to The Fuckery with Leslie Jones and Lenny Marcus. I'm Lenny Marcus. And I am Lily Jones. And this is the podcast with the mission to keep it 100 at all times. We talk about the fuckery going on in the world and in our lives, and we're having a whole lot of fun doing it in the studio today. We have an amazing American comedian. That's uh, funny. Right why would you say American comedian? That's so racist. Writer, producer, actor, the and the fuck? host of Late Night with Seth Meyers. Seth Meyers is here. I cannot wait for this interview with him. Seth. We got some listener questions and the fuckery of the week. But first, let's just get in, Leslie. What the fuck is up? You're in New York City sitting next to me. Woo! I know. I never thought I'd come back to fucking New York. Yeah, you said you're never coming back. I'm never coming back. I would never come back. you're never say a, never. And you're having a blast. I'm actually having a, I'm actually having fun. I'm ready to go home, but I am I, I it didn't convince me to come. I mean, it didn't vi- convince me to move back. Oh, of course. But I will go back and forth. That's the that's the thing. It's a nice place to visit for you, but you wouldn't want to live there. No, at all. Not the but then, and yet I say it's been stellar. All the arrangements, everybody's been perfect until this morning when we can't oh, get in Jesus. the fucking building again. How like, is it possible? How many, how many podcasts do we have to complain about getting in the goddamn? But here's the building? thing: it's and not then me. I'm Leslie Jones. Yeah, exactly. That's I'm what I'm saying. Fu- this motherfucker looked at me and said, "Uh, is it? Uh, what is it under? It's under Leslie Jones, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Jones, Jake. There's, there's no Jones. I will fight you, motherfucker. I gave and that." He knew a, I, was. I gave that guy a coaster with our faces on it. And then he said his dog ate it. So <laughs> this dog ate my face. <laughs> Fuck you, guy. I mean, what do we have to do? It's we knew you're coming like for two weeks, right? And the day you and show up. Dan nothing. is like, I checked it three times. No, you fucking didn't, <laughs> motherfucker. You checked it three times, the bitch would be there. Checking it three times is going downstairs and saying, Hey, is Leslie Jones, Jones fucking name Look on, on the there? Left. Right now. She's that, coming. Like, and you know who saved me? It's yeah. always a black woman who saved me. A black woman From who, killing somebody. Yeah, uh, no, no. She <laughs> saved me. She was like, put her on the list for me. There you go. God damn it. Well, you're in her building at least. At least. <laughs> Listen. We've had a great trip, and it started in D.C. You flew into D.C., and yep. we did George Washington University. Yeah, tell them how you freaked out about I the fucking room. I freaked out at the hotel. The, Leslie stays at the best hotels you can stay at. The Ritz. We're staying at the Ritz in Washington. The, I can't do that fancy. There's something about me. I don't so know if annoying. it's how I grew up or how so my dad I had nothing growing annoying. up. It's like... So fucking annoying. It's it's too fancy. I get there, and the lady's it's like, we've so upgraded your room to a suite. I'm like, I don't need a suite. I don't need a suite. Yeah, We're there for 12 He literally texts me. He's like, I have two bathrooms. I only have one ass. Listen, <laughs> get your nerdy mother. <laughs> the fucking ass somewhere and I sit the fuck down. I you, don't need a whole you fucking commoner. And then and then commoner. he complained about going back on the train first class. Okay, yes, I did. And it was awesome. What? You literally said you were falling asleep and you literally said three quarters of the way through, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> I'm never doing you literally <laughs> no. said that. I'm never doing this again. That. Yeah, this is we have that. the clip. This is what you said last week. On your dying bed, do you want to remember? I fucking spent $500 for a train ticket, or do you want to remember I rode in first class on a train to New York with Leslie Jones? Here's the thing. You're not going to give a fuck! Of course I might. From my memoir, that'll be great. But 
What I'm saying is, I don't think it's going to be as fancy as you think it is. It'll be like, fancier than the, the 34th class. It's the same seat. No, on I don't care. The train's going to the I same don't spot. Give a fuck. I don't care. I'm doing it. I'm dying to see what they give you for five hundred dollars in first class. For I can't sure. wait. I, Let's I, go. I hope it's a fucking bag of Cheez-Its. I'm telling you, you're going to be disappointed. You, you're going to be there too. I got you a ticket too. You fucking asshole. Like, I well, can't then, then, this then shit. you, then you're going to enjoy misery. Good. But then, three quarters of the way through, you, the guy's going Philadelphia. He's too loud. Right. Yeah, fuck the that seats guy. were a little cramped. The food wasn't amazing. Was that okay? You won first class. Was it a and the I thing is it. rocky, bumpy and yeah, rocky. Yeah, that shit was rocky as fuck. Yeah. I ain't like that part. And you uh was it five hundred dollars worth of good? <sighs> I don't know. Okay. I mean Okay. I don't know about the other cars, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking the other cars. I I wouldn't want to have been in the other cars if the first class is like that. That means that the other classes is even fucking worse. So, I, 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 I mean, know. shit. It seems like all the classes are the same. If you went to the bathroom, it's no thrill in that bathroom either. Well, Where's I my would, rinse bathroom on the I train? Would, I wouldn't have went to the bathroom on the train. I would have held that shit. I'm <laughs> monkey pox, motherfucker. <laughs> monkey fucking pox. Uh, but, but, but then he complains about the fucking Let me toilets. ask you something. Let me ask you something about the Ritz, okay? Hmm. What's the best hotel you've stayed at? Because you walked in. Here's the difference between oh. me and you. I walked in. It's too much for me. You walked into your room, which is the biggest. It's like a palace. And you go, yeah, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. It's okay. Really? Because that giant all, suite because, was a palace. Listen, I have been on tours. I've done. I've We've been in every type of fucking hotel. All hotels look the fucking same. It does not matter how fancy it is. I'm, I'm trying to think of one Wait hotel room I that know ever was different. I know one I've been in that hotel room of yours. It was, it was at uh, the Sunset Tower. You had like a loft with the, nothing looks like that room. This giant, that was like a, that was like a condo. Um, it's, a, it's, it's okay. Uh, that's a little different, but I wouldn't say that was the best room I stayed in. I've, I've been in a room that had a whole piano in it. You remember the casino? Yeah, the casinos that we want. Man, ask Christina and Brian. Like, we can win. Brian stayed in the one with the piano because I was like, that's just too much. But (laughs) all of us had two-bedroom suites. And Christina had the one on the corner that was like, it was fucking incredible. Like, I've stayed in incredible rooms. I Just hotels are hotels. They're like hospitals. You know, you... You're not going to really get no sleep. You know, there's, oh, my God, I went to New Mexico, had a beautiful suite, did not sleep one night because the fucking floor is concrete outside. So all you hear is click, 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 That's all you fucking hear. So it's just like, they're like hospitals. I didn't even stay in a hotel. I stayed in my place and I have been more comfortable in my place with the one couch. Yep. Than a fucking hotel. Well, now you're going to keep this place. You're going to sell the place in New York. Now you're going to keep it. I was going to sell it. And you put a it, bed in there. It's going to be great. I was like, why would I sell a place in New York? That's I stupid. Never That's understood that. Abs- ab- dude, do you do you know how you say never and then regret never? Yeah. Because I was like, damn, I wish I had kept my bed here. Yeah. I took the curtains down. I took some mirrors. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? I was you like. You were angry. I was just like. I'm out of this town. I'm not, you're I was, never going to see me again. Literally, I was like, fuck this town. Burn this motherfucker. <laughs> But now I wish I had kind of kept a lot of stuff. I, I hit Angie and was like, yo, did I throw them curtains away? And she was like, no, they're in the glam room in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. At least you got back to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you also asked me, so the, the gig at uh, George Washington, I was laughing. I made you laugh again because you text me and you say, should I bring a check and pay you or should my business manager pay you? And I said, oh, my God, I, I said, let the business manager pay me. Why bring your checkbook all the way across 
the and the I was like, wait, I'll let here's the clip. Oh, good. Yeah. Hit it, Judith. Oh, my God. I think I think that you are literally the biggest nerd. You actually think I'm going to bring a whole checkbook, motherfucker? I'm going to write the check out now and bring it in my wallet because it's one check. What, what, see, what you think that I got to sit in? I put balance the checkbook after I write the check? What in the actual fuck time do you live in? Father God. All right. That's just one example of the quality text messages I get from Leslie. But even I was crying and Gina was crying. I was like, just like, what the fuck did he think I was just going to take the check out? Hey, no, it's check 3112. <laughs> and let me balance I've it. I've seen it happen. I've seen If I have the it. thing and I got to put the receipt, you fucking idiot. You're a nerd. <laughs> you are a nerd. Uh, but the gig was good. George Washington University was great. We're on the basketball court. There had to be 4,000 people there at it least. Was it was really big. I think it was yep. more than 4,000. Maybe. It was packed. The basketball was packed. arena was packed, and they had you on the jumbo screen. It was great. Yeah, and I didn't even know that they was like they had the uh, the captions and stuff, so they Close could captions. understand. I don't think they understand everything I said. <laughs> Nan named Jay Jones was very nice to us, so thank you, the Colonials. They're changing that name for being very nice to us. Why are they changing the Colonials? Colonials. It's not politically correct anymore. What's a colonial? A colonist is more like kind of hysterical yeah. and their mascot yeah. ah! <laughs> I didn't know that yeah. why you ain't tell me that before I walked on stage I swear I, I would've fucked we, with I that I just literally told you that before we went out you no you didn't oh, you, my, oh god. my god they're changing no, the didn't. name I said it to you the guy you did not okay. say you didn't say it to me okay. you don't say you gotta say when you talk to me you be like Leslie hey you didn't do that I thought you were just avoiding it on purpose their mascot is George Washington I you you know I don't pay attention to shit like that. You know I don't. I fucking I literally don't. If you say it to me, I'd have been like, George Washington did tell a lie, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he told a lot of fucking lies. Um, but being in New York, we've worked on your act as we're here, and we're having a blast. It's a, I want you to talk about the L.A. vibe versus the New York yeah. vibe and how productive this has been. It's been a great experience. It's just got so much more work done out here because L.A. has so much fuckery added to me trying to get sets done. When I came out here to New York, when I say that the comics are so welcoming, so respectful, so, so just nice to me and happy to see me and just like, yeah, go up, do your thing. They're just like supportive, come and giving me lines and, oh, Leslie, this, this and this. The club owners are fucking inviting. They, they, they don't, you know, all that. In LA, man, they got straight uteruses. Just straight <laughs> fucking pussies. They got straight pussies. And they, they're so hypersensitive. And what's so upsetting about all of that is that they're not fucking funny. They're not, they're, I mean, there's, I can pick, I can count how many comics that are actually funny on my two hands in LA with the attitude that they have. You would think that these motherfuckers are gut busters. They're fucking not. And they bitches, they go and they complain to the club owner like, oh, she's coming in, she's bumping me. Oh, do, do, do. And then I have, I have, I have comedians out there that have the nerve to say to me, oh, well, we ain't going to be on that celebrity tip. We're going to treat you like the other comics. Hey, motherfucker, I work 
work too long to get treated like anybody. Fuck off, motherfucker, because when Leslie Jones walks into your show, it's Leslie Jones walking into your show. And when I leave, they're going to be like, Leslie Jones was there. It doesn't matter if you put me on the flyer or not. I am a celebrity. Get the fuck over it, bitch. It helps bring people to the club because they'll go back exactly. and tell people. Exactly. And here's the deal here at the comic strip. They promoted it that Leslie Jones is coming and Every show has been sold out for four days. Even on Sunday. Yeah, on Sunday, on Monday, on Tuesday. Like, it's ridiculous. It's fucking sold out. And then my thing is, it's like, like the, the just the attitude that's just like, I don't give a fuck how many followers you have on Instagram, bitch. Can you go to a shit town and still sell out? I can. I can. So it's just like, now it's so sad because I feel sorry for anybody in L.A. now. Because when I go back... <laughs> Oh, I'm going to be so vicious. Like, like I'm going to turn back into the Leslie that I was, which is didn't take no fucking shit. And they forgot about that, Leslie. That's what it was because I, I came back and I was lax because I was like, oh, okay, you know, it's going to be different because I'm Leslie Jones now and I'm not going to have to do woo, 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 woo. But I will turn back into that bitch. I'm not from NBC, bitch. I'm from Compton. I will snatch your fucking ass. I don't care about being famous. I don't care. I will fuck you up. So, and that's the <laughs> message I'm going to send when I go back there. Get the fuck. Yo, every time somebody get in my face, fucking beat it. Like the fakeness, eat my dick. And yeah, I'll put it out there. You go on your podcast and talk about me, bitch. I got one too. Okay. So let's just sum up. You had a fun trip here. It was really nice. And, and um, um, had pizza. And there you go. What was your favorite? Did you have a favorite part of the whole trip? Uh, you know what, Lenny? Being with you, I agree. My favorite part of this week was being with you. It's great, always good because because Lenny, have a fun Lenny time. yeah, because me and Lenny are like Lenny's older than me, so he gets all the dumb shit I say. And then, what like, did your therapist say? Oh, my therapist loves Lenny. <laughs> she came to the show. She said you need therapy, though. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was like, he definitely needs therapy. <laughs> well, I threatened to kill my wife on stage, so I came off and I looked at she her and I was like, She thought that shit yeah, was, was hysterical. <laughs> she thought she just thought the whole show. And and Keenan came too. Yep. And Keenan was Keenan literally texted me and said, "Man, you can totally tell that you guys are fucking veterans." Yeah. Like he was like, "Damn, like you're so fucking good at what you do." And I was just like, "It's so fun to do comedy out here, especially when I have." Lenny because Lenny can look at my set and take all the air out of it like now I got a tight throat oh my god the worst thing that these motherfuckers let me do was come out here to New York and get tight they're not gonna be able to fuck with me in LA now because the fucking set is so tight it's tight you might have to slow down a hair yeah. in LA for them yeah. because they yeah. can't handle it if it's that bang yeah. bang bang it's we'll bang see. bang bang and finally the part you're going back and then in two days from now we try and do it again what do we call it the re 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 it's birthday the party re, 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 the re 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 birthday like because I got COVID so my birthday had to be canceled but we pushed it back i yeah. think it's actually going to even be better yep because i'm going to have a band oh i'm gonna have God. people singing i'm gonna have a dj i'm gonna have a game room i'm gonna have food i'm gonna have bartenders oh man and, and then i told everybody if they wanted to they can wear costumes so some people are going to have on costumes <laughs> i fucking cannot wait i hope it's just not me and brian <laughs> <laughs> no if i I've done a little uh, background. There's some cool people coming. I Man, I want to just like sit and drink and listen to people sing, smoke weed. You know, it's going to be fucking fun. It's going to be fun. I can't, we can't wait to hear about it. All right. We'll be right back with Seth Meyers yeah! right after this.
Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's time for Who the Fuck Is This? Who the fuck is this? We interview our special guest on the show. Today, we have an amazing comedian, writer, producer, television host. He's the host of Late Night with Seth Meyers, which airs weeknights on NBC and Peacock. Before that, he was a cast member, head writer, and hosted Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live. Check him out in the fourth season of Documentary Now, which premieres October 19th on IFC and AMC+. Plus. Please welcome Seth Meyers. A lot of credits. Wow. Yeah, and, and a lot look, of credits. It, it even said you are an American comic. I don't know why you needed <laughs> to say that you was there an American. There have been some people American. worried. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, that, that sounds real Dutch Trumpish. Lineage. Yeah, just very yeah. Trumpish. Just very <laughs> Seth, American. I'm American. When did you meet Leslie? Everybody on our show wants to know. Is this the first year of Saturday Night Live when you met? Right when she got there? Yeah, because yeah, I, I met her when she got there. And, and you were on your way out. I was on my way out. I think we overlapped for... Maybe only couple of eight or nine shows. Yeah, yeah I, I left in February your first year. I My favorite thing about Leslie was, first of all, I watched her audition. So saw that she was a shooting star. Yeah. And then... I, we've talked about this before, but she had the smallest desk of all the writers. <laughs> and it was a little glass desk. Tiny glass desk. <laughs> tiny the glass whole desk. time Leslie was a writer on the show, it looked like she had brought her own desk. <laughs> and nobody had... <laughs> Nobody had the nerve to check. Did we actually hire, you know, the tallest woman here in the tiniest desk? It seems like. In a corner. In you a corner. it was in a corner. Yes. I should note, in a room with a window, you had your back to the window. Uh, you were facing the wall. Oh, that's when I got the office, my own office. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I faced, it was just a hallway. Yes. But, but uh, it was really, it was I'm very, very nice. glad that we had a little bit of overlap. That was a nice way to start Oh my God, start our what friendship. was she like back then? What was, <laughs> what, what was, it? I mean, you, you know, like, I think this is, every writer who starts at the show, the hardest thing is figuring out mm-hmm. how do I fit? And I think the hardest thing for people who come in as performers, which is what you were, is how do I write my style that I've how spent I, all yeah. these years refining yeah. for my voice? How do I write this for other people? And so that, sure. I don't, I feel like maybe the first time you were an update was after I left. Yes. After, after, yeah. So it was well, very nice after I left to see, oh, they figured it out, which is let Leslie be Leslie. Because I was not figured I was, I was a comic and I still was writing like a comic. Right. And I didn't realize that when you're writing a sketch, you have to write a situation. You have to write a situation. You can't just yeah. do the fucking joke. I hope not a ton of stand-up comics are listening, but I will say uh, one of the limitations of many of the stand-ups <laughs> I know is letting other people talk. <laughs> and so sketch writing becomes very hard because that's very there, there's a second hard. person usually yeah. in the sketch. Yeah. And I had a real hard pro- I was like, oh man, what are these other motherfuckers gonna do? <laughs> Shit. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know usual, what you're talking about. The usual plan for stand-ups for what the other people are doing is laughing at it's, you. Exactly. Yeah. Or surrounding support your yes. laughter. Yes. You know? And I just remember <laughs> Seth. Seth was the one that was so nice to me. And and I was just like, God, this guy is beautiful. And he's so nice to me. <laughs> he looks like a fucking president. Like he looks like the future president. And I would, I just would buy him Heineken's because he was the only one that would write for me. And when I first got there, he was the only one that would like put me in shit. Was, him and Che. I was mm-hmm. going to ask that. That she had a tough time. People wouldn't write for her. Why could you see it? And they can't, they couldn't see it. Were you there? What was your, were you initially as a cast member or a writer? No, I was initially as a writer. Yeah. So I don't even know how much writing people were doing for you or if if they were even tasked with it in the early years. So Mm -hmm. in the time I was there, we might've given you small parts and things like a monologue and whatnot, just because you Mm -hmm. knew 
So that. so then after you left, after I left, excuse? it was well. Then I was then, gone, so okay, I don't yeah, know. I, exactly. I mean, I look. I excuse. some people. <laughs> I I'll only you know I don't want to make excuses for other people, but sometimes certain writers are lined up with certain cast members. As far as Very oh, much. I know how to write for this person. Very much. And, but see, that's the one thing I hated about them was this: is that like fucking see past that. See past that shit. You know, I was like, it was so many times, like I understood the first couple of years that they wasn't used to it. But after that, I would, I mean, I would literally be begging writers, like, especially like James and all them. It's like, yo, write something. Like, I know you write for this person, but fucking write me, like, write me in. It was just very, like, it's like they only saw me as this one note. Oh, let's, if Leslie gets in my sketch, she's going to take over. And it's like, no, if you write me, I'm, the way I'm going to do what you ask. Mm-hmm. I understand I'm Leslie Jones and I understand that I'm big or whatever, but you never even really gave me the opportunity to try to prove that I could do other shit. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It's can be a frustrating place well, to be. Very frustrating. When you got into SNL, that was, I read, is this true? It's 2001 mm-hmm. and your first show was the... 9-11 show? Really? Get, look, was I great in my first show? No. But to call it the 9-11 show? <laughs> I mean, did my sketches go well? No. Uh, it was. Really? I did not uh, know that. The 9-11 show was. I, so I moved here. I got the job. I moved yep. here August 20th. Got an apartment downtown. And uh, Wait, kidding. did Lauren say something to you about that? Like, moving to New York? I heard a story. Uh, what? my, the close, the, maybe it's this story, which is hired. when I was, it had, where I had my meeting with Lauren where he knew he was going to hire me, but I didn't know he was going to hire me. I right. thought he was still sort of vetting my personality. And he said something along the lines of, do you think you could live in New York? And I remember thinking at the time, does anyone blow it here? <laughs> <laughs> does anyone say, oh no, I don't. The city's not for me. <laughs> Oh, it's are in New York? Ma- are you married to doing it here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's here in New York. Yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, so I, and then I think our first show was September 27th, September 29th. I can't quite remember, but it was the end of September. And um, it was, yeah, I mean, look, it was a trip for everybody who lived in this city and everyone who lived in this country, but to be that close to it. And we had a lot of first responders there in yeah, the building. Yeah. And it was... Giuliani was there, wasn't he? Giuliani was there. It must have been surreal. Um, this is not yeah, the Bernie usual. Carrick. A lot of people who ended up in jail. Yeah, or maybe one day I was might. like, <laughs> that Carrick ended up straight crazy. Yeah, but there was something about it that when I look back on it, you realize, oh, all the stresses of your first show feel in a good way, very insignificant when you're surrounded by people who had just gone through what they'd all gone through. Right. right? Like, everyone's first SNL, you have all this stuff going yeah. through your head. It yeah. was a nice way of quieting down your internal noise and saying, oh, you know what? It does. This is my, very, my shit is, my like, shit is yeah. very insignificant. Yeah. Did you have any moment at right there that you can recall that you were thinking, I'm going to shit on these people every night <laughs> in 20 years? <laughs> I know. And I remember <laughs> a year after maybe yep. Giuliani coming back to do something. Maybe he was just there to see the show, but he got on the elevator with me. And again, I was a nobody in that first show. Nobody would know me. And he came on and he said, hi, said, hi, Seth, knew my name. And I remember thinking, wow, this guy, this is a real deal. You know, Mm -hmm. learn, learns people's names, makes it every moment with him special. And I, you know, I, I know people who worked with him back then and, you know, they're all kind of, (laughs) In trouble. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, the whole you know SDNY or whatever, wherever he was. Yeah. Um, I heard with Lauren as well. Well, were you hired as a writer or a cast member right out? No, everyone thinks I was hired as a writer uh, based on how it all turned out. 
but I actually started as a cast member and I had a huge problem, very different than yours, but I also, yeah, people weren't writing for me, but I, I didn't blame them because I would always look around at the other cast members and I would think, well, if I was a writer, I'd write for the other people too. Mm -hmm. And, but I sort of developed as a writer while I was a cast member because I would write group mm -hmm. scenes where I maybe had one or two lines just as a way of trying to keep myself alive. And so I think that over the first three, four years in the show, Lauren realized, oh, he's probably more value to us as a writer than a cast member. And so very, I was very fortunate that both a spot on the writing staff opened up and a spot on update. Oh my up. God, that your update. I went down the rabbit hole last night to like two in the morning, which I shouldn't have done. Just you having a, first of all, your timing is impeccable. Yeah. And then also with you and Hater, when Stefan hit, oh my did God, you think the first thing. time like, Oh my God, we got some gold. One of my favorite it, things. I don't know if I knew the first time, but I will say, first of all, I was just the plus one at that party. I had very little to do with <laughs> Not Stephon, true. Other, I than sharing, other than sharing the frame, which was a great thing. To Man, do. But, hater is fucking. But you best. didn't laugh. He's a beast. You didn't yeah, laugh. Like, you that's were really the key good at that. To that bit, you not going like. Just like looking, just going, just, just busting yeah. out into laughter. Just I like, did. It was funny because I did decide that I. I wasn't going to be upset with Stefan. I was going to be patient. Right. And that was the the one choice I made was I'm going to be as patient. And every time he shows up, I'm going to give him a chance. I'm going to say to myself right. internally, I'm going to play a character who thinks, <laughs> you know what? I do think he's going to give us Easter tips. Yeah. And, I but, think but that he's going to give us. But then my thing is, too, is that you, you went on and accepted the relationship. I accepted the relationship. Which was, again, I it was the rom-com that no one ever wrote for me. It, it was, was man. fucking hilarious. <laughs> but I, the, I've always, there's that weird thing, you know, at Update, when you're about to come on and do a feature, they roll your chair just off camera. Mm -hmm. Yep. And there's maybe 15, 20 people on the floor who yep. can see who it's who's coming. And they're mm -hmm. going nuts. And uh, Stefan was the one where, because he would roll there, yep. and I'd have one or two more jokes to tell. And those 20 people, Lose it was, shit. I feel like there's a, Famous Looney Tunes cartoon where Bugs Bunny walks in and everybody's going, Figo, Figo, Figo. Figo. And, 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 That's and, right. I, and, and they just, you could tell those 20 people knew before, you know, only yeah. 20 seconds Whenever before. Whenever I would sit right so there, happy. that front row would be like, oh, here yeah. you go. Yeah. But okay, you have well, to like deliver a line like Furkles, you know, like, and you have to go, okay, what a Furkles. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, fat Urkels. And how do you not just lose it? <laughs> fat Urkels. And because if know. you sleep with a fat Urkel, and he said, did I do that? It was so funny. just a really cool thing and so unique. And the, he's amazing. You had some great cast too. Like you're, I would say with yep. all due respect to a cast member yep. came after us, Leslie, I would say that era, very good era. Top Three. I I think so too. I agree. I agree with you. There's a photo in the hallway that I sometimes it, it, like someone in um black and white movie. I find myself staring at, just reminiscing. It's a cast that I was in. That's Wig Polar Maya, me Andy Forte, Wow, Sedakis Hater, Samberg. Oh, I said Samberg. Uh, Keenan Daryl. So wow. I, you just look at it. And uh, a friend of mine was there with his mom, and she said, "Oh, is that all?" Well, she goes, but she actually not joking. She goes, "Is that uh -huh. all former hosts?" And I said, "No, that's a cast photo. Yeah, like they all ended up hosting, wow, but it's a amazing. cast photo." Wow. Can I ask you one more question about Saturday Night Live, and then you can ask yeah. him? Are you going to take over for Lauren? Mm -mm. I'm dying to know. I don't think anybody. Think, he literally that's thinks a rumor. that's the diabolical. You're no, perfect. For that. I think it's going to no, be Tina Fey. Honestly, nobody can take over. Come on. No one. Well, no one. What, no one can because no, no one over? can because Lauren literally pushes for that for that 
that budget too because it takes a lot of money to run yeah. SNL. And I think they give it to him because it's Lauren. If so, you don't think with the money Lauren Michaels has made, he's not getting some special blood transfused <laughs> every day. If you uh, don't think... There's no way that that I means. already asked Lauren... I asked him, will you speak at my funeral? Yeah, because I'm like, you are a vampire. Okay, and I, <laughs> listen, and I want to say, I don't blame the fucking writers. Okay, go ahead. First of all. I don't know where you're so saying. Me, you're saying that in a way where you do. No, no, I don't blame <laughs> them. I hold them responsible for doing their fucking job because they are writers and I am part of the cast. Okay. So I will say that. Okay. Thank you. And my political moment and you're going to laugh at this, was when Trump came. And that day, a lot of people don't know, because I only go to the cast mill with Keenan. Yeah. The cast mill is so torturous to me. It's, <laughs> yeah. We're sitting in that room. It's just, <laughs> yeah. I'm having conversations with people that I don't want to talk to. I would say it might be the thing that from a distance sounds the coolest that is actually, and I forgot every week I forgot oh and we get God. excited for it. And it, it just, it's so, it's so mad. I mean, I know you heard about the Russell Crow one where he locked us in a room and he was smoking cigarettes and then made us drink college punch. Oh, Lauren was that. so fucking mad. Yeah. Lauren was so mad and 80 was so drunk. She was so drunk and she was just like, I can't drink this anymore. This is like I'm in college, but okay. Trump, <laughs> Trump was there with Melania, uh, his daughter and Jared. Mm -hmm. So, and, this is so weird that I remember this because I remember Jared being really nice, mm -hmm. but not eating off my plate because he was saying that we was going to share fish, but he didn't eat none of the fish. Yeah. Which I noticed that. So I'm sitting beside Taryn and I was like, Taryn, I feel like, and this is way before because doing that, doing that tape and doing that show, I remember coming out fussing at Lauren about how Trump is trying to change the cards. He doesn't use the cards. We need the cards, whatever. And he was like, he's not president yet. And I was like, what the fuck is you talking about? <laughs> the fuck is you talking about? And he was like, but <laughs> so it was at that host meal. And I was like, um, Taryn, I think I should kill this whole side of the table. I think that if I do that, I think, it would, I think I'm going to save the world. I don't, I had no idea he was going to be president or anything, but I just was like, I think I need to kill this whole side of the table. Yeah. And then Sharon was like, let me get my food to go first <laughs> before you start killing people because I don't want to, I don't want to be here. You know, I don't want to be part of it. He has a great respect for once the food is cooked, Taryn doesn't want cooked, it to go you know? But I was, and, and to this day, Seth, to this day, I was like, was I supposed to do that? Because I would have maybe stopped the COVID Thing from happening yeah i would have i mean everything i think i think you made the right choice <laughs> I, all things sure? considered no, but i do like think about it though if i would have just really just like died and just like yeah. seriously like <laughs> i would be in jail yes yeah but the world would might not be fucked up right now yeah but then someone would have just run on that murder <laughs> and it would have been like someone worse um, uh, yeah. my here's my quick uh host dinner story when i left the show i had that thing like a guy who has graduated but wants to go back to yeah, college right? yeah, and yeah. i had a dinner uptown and then i was going home and i'm realized oh it's tuesday this is the host dinner is going on i'm gonna go crash the host dinner no and i walked into latanzi and did this bit where i pretended like i sat in that tiny room on the other <laughs> side of the private room so i had the waiter bring me in with a way, and I just like nodded them and went and sat alone at this little table, and they all laughed. And then I got up and I went and sat at the table. And Ronda Rousey was the host, who I you okay. know don't know, 
And I just sat at the table think, for a few was minutes. I still there? At you the were there. I remember Ronda Rousey. And I just sat at the table and I thought, why the fuck did I do this? <laughs> why am I here? This is awful. Every time I was here, I wanted to leave. And now I put myself back in the jackpot. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> They're I all so tired. never understand people come back. And Ronda Rousey, I remember because that was the week that we got snowed out. Remember, we got snowed out that week. Well, I wasn't gone then, so I don't oh, remember. Yeah, you, it, yeah. Was, it, was, it was, we got snowed out with, that we was the only live show. And I, I will always remember this about Ronda Rousey. She was walking to the stage to rehearse. She tripped and did a flip to play <laughs> off the trip. Wow. So wow. we were like, oh, okay, bitch. Like, no, literally <laughs> she tripped and flipped in the air wow. to play it off. And I was like, what the fuck did I just witness? Like, <laughs> Ronda Rousey is a badass bitch. <laughs> She's a badass bitch. Yeah. So when are we going to do House of Dragons? Well, I feel... You don't like the, House of Dragons? I don't know if there's any moments yet that yeah, would be fun enough. Is, yeah. So yeah, it's a lot. I also think it's important to remember that Game of Thrones, uh, Game of Jones we started doing probably season four. Maybe this will grow. We know the characters That's, a little bit better. Absolutely. You're so... I, we didn't start Do you know? I didn't realize that. Yeah. How, who came up with that? We, well, I, I, I mean, remember. we just watched Leslie's videos and realized, uh, oh, so I mean, why can you do that? But nobody else can mo- do anything with that. Well, Literally for the Olympics, whatever. Nobody can no, figure out what they can't to figure do. it out. But that was the packaging was right. It was it was right and tight. And yeah, uh, I really I'd so regret that we didn't do more of those because those every time I look at those, they are a fucking step. The one where y'all got varies to come. Yeah, the best. I would say not. A month of my life goes by where I don't just in my head for no reason at all think to myself, let me introduce you to my dragons. <laughs> I just think it. I on, just on, remember. On I just remember. <laughs> yeah. Just, just like my, you know, my aunt had never seen them before. Yeah. And a fan of mine's, she was like, have you ever? And she was like, no. She called me like two weeks ago. In tears laughing. She was like, I did. Oh, it's the funniest thing I've ever like, yes, yeah, like three years old, Auntie, but you know, it, <laughs> you know, everybody in Memphis, I'm not shit in Memphis. I swear. I, yeah. I go home and they're just like, Yeah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> You're Leslie. Like, <laughs> get your nappy head ass. We know you. We fucking know you. You know, so it's just like nothing impresses me. They think I'm supposed to move back to Memphis and open up a comedy club. That would be my biggest success. Yep. yep. Or if I worked with Tyler Perry. Yep. They, they're just they're like, when are you going to do a Tyler Perry movie? Um, I'm working with Steven Spielberg now, but I guess, <laughs> I guess he doesn't count as a real director. Like, um, Medea has a sister. That's what they're what waiting I'm for. Saying? That's yeah. what they're waiting for. But I do because I was. I'm catching up. I think I'm too behind. Sometimes I watch it and try to think slow. what we it's talk slower. about. It's a little slow. It's a little slow. And then things happen. Because you remember the first, I mean, even the first episode of Game of Thrones, they push, you know, Bran yeah. out the window. There's, yeah. There has been no push yeah. out the window yeah. moments yet. Yeah, I said that too. It's yeah. moving really slow. But the if you're, I, I'm patient because I like stories like this. This last episode just really took it to the next. That's what everybody's been saying. That's why I'm trying to catch up. Took it to the next level. But, I didn't realize that we didn't do it until the fourth season. It might help to have everybody a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. That mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. That, is that why you haven't answered my text? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, <laughs> you still loving doing late night? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're so... Man, when I say your fucking impressions... Thank you. Yes. Is, I'm the new hater. It's yeah. <laughs> my favorite... I hear you can do one... I didn't even know. No, no, no. 
Yeah. No, you have to fucking do Obama doing comedy. That hands down <laughs> is that plus the uh, what's the other one that I always text you about when you remember. when you're doing it's it's not Vince Vaughn, it's the other dude that you Owen do. Wilson. No, I, no, uh, it's somebody else you do, and I'd be like, they're God all. Damn by it. the way, to the listeners of this podcast, I'm actually not good at impression. <laughs> no, it's so yeah, that's, that's what's so funny about I, it. That's a, what's so funny I, about I, it. I do is think that you're the show has yes, thank you. So that is what's fun about the show, and to echo back to the idea that I am still fun, I am still having fun. In the Sorry. corrections. It's, the pandemic was, you know, a terrible time, but it did allow us to completely build the show back up from ground level because you had to strip it all down. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you're doing a show without an audience, and you all you're doing is what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And then when people came back, we realized, oh, they kind of liked it. And so... Part of why the show's casual now in dress and feel is, look, it's 1237 on a Tuesday night. This mm-hmm. is not a formal occasion. Mm-hmm. And it's not SNL. SNL is supposed to be dangerous. It's supposed to be, you know, a crazy night out on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is just hanging out with your friends. And I happen to be a friend who's very confident in his shitty impressions. <laughs> what, 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 what made you start doing corrections? Because... Oh. Thus, the stupidness of that shit is the so thing we funny. Do. It's so funny. And, and I love it because it's really calling out dumb shit. Like, really? you Okay, so I said this, but I was supposed to say this. And it's just so... It started with, I said Legos. And I was told by people they're not called Legos. They're called Lego blocks or Lego bricks. They're not called... You're not supposed to... The plural... Of Lego is not Legos. What? And I, you cannot believe these people <laughs> and how ill-behaved they are. I know that everyone's down on the MAGA crowd, but don't yeah. sleep on the Lego crowd. <laughs> and so I then I genuinely tried to correct it within the body of the show. And every time I corrected it, I would get it a little bit wrong and they'd pile on again. And so then I said to Shoemaker, hey, I don't want to do this on the show, but after we finish taping on Thursday, which is our last show of the week, I want to record just for YouTube, me responding to corrections that I read on the YouTube comment section. And so the first one was three minutes and the next one was five minutes. Now they're about 20 minutes. Long. <laughs> they're but so now, fucking funny, though. Now they've kind of developed into this. It's like doing a 20 minute stand up set about the previous week's show each week. You know, that's yeah. how I feel. And we empty the audience out. So it's just me and the crew, which kind of harkens back to. Again, a terrible but unique time in the show where I was the only audience we had was the crew. And I think people who watch it like the fact that they can discern different crew members' laughs and <laughs> we're just building And it. also, too, it makes you think, oh, that was kind of stupid to get mad about that. Oh, <laughs> oh wow, that was kind of yeah. ridiculous to complain about that. Like, I, I, I mean, like, you would not believe the comments I get when I don't comment on Game of Thrones or House of Dragons. Yeah. I literally had this and I block them. I just don't even complain anymore. I just block them because I go, hey, you have a problem with management? I'm going to go ahead and take care of it and just kick you out. <laughs> so so I have, I always get the the ones that's like, hey, do better. Um, We're waiting for your comments. Like, hey, bitch, this is not a real show. Yep. This is not a fucking real show. Like, yeah. nobody's paying me to do this. This is my fucking feed. Bitch, yep. I don't owe you nothing. And it's it's just amazing to people. The, the fun thing about corrections now is they I'm playing a part. I'm pretending to be frustrated by it. And they're pretending to be angry about the things I got wrong. <laughs> right. So I it is sort of this crowdsourced so piece funny. of comedy. And I I sort of lovingly refer to them as jackals and I think they've embraced it's the role. It's so wow. fucking funny. And so 
because again, I just basically on Thursday morning, I come into the office and I just read all the YouTube comment sections and just make notes and, and just and make sort notes. of extemporaneously. It's so funny. Okay, please do Obama do uncommon. Please. <laughs> uh, I mean, the only thing this is it. I I don't have it. It's just like somewhere. Um, what else? What else? <laughs> what else? What up? What up? Because <laughs> uh, he does have a stand-up's cadence. Yes. He just has a stand-up's cadence. A little slow. Little, it's very slow. I feel like these, it's almost like he knew, I'm going to talk in a way that makes it harder to impersonate me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do a lot of long pauses. So that, whereas Trump, basically, every day is a platter of, this is, please do an impression of me. It's whereas solid. Obama was like, uh, you can do me, <laughs> but uh, the audience might get uh, a little tired. What else? <laughs> ah! That is that is the funniest shit. Do fits fine, buddy, 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 <laughs> buddy, buddy, buddy. Listen to me, buddy, buddy. We gotta go. We gotta get out of here. This is a bad scene. We gotta get out of here, buddy. No, no. do Al Pacino. <laughs> oh, <laughs> these are all so bad. Leslie Jones, as I live and breathe. Our whole Pacino was born out of the fact that he, not this. I guess it was the first pandemic Emmys when it was all virtual. Seeing Pacino in a, a Zoom room was so funny to us. And so we just, I was just walking around the office being like, I'm Al Pacino and I will see you in the Zoom room. I got the best Pacino story. I was coming out of Sunset Tower and uh, he was standing there and I went up to him and I was like, oh my God. I think that you're just like one of the best actors ever. This is just great. And the way that you did Godfather and it just, you know, I'm whispering and I'm talking in this voice. I was like, you're immaculate. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And all this. And then he was like, thank you. And we got in the car. And then my friend came over and he was like, you know, that was Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, and he was like, he probably like Queen Latifah be tripping. <laughs> Oh man, Seth! How did you get Fred? I'm dying to to be on, be the original drummer. And let me just say this: I would, when if I had to go to sleep, I would not miss the first five minutes when you're throwing the improv at him. It's so much fun. Fred is one. He never knew what you were going to say, right? He's one of the best people in the fucking world. He's the sweetest. He's the one of the sweetest people. But he is hysterical, and his timing is. We did our flag means death, and he was one of my husbands, mm -hmm. and we were crying. They had the, the crew crying at how we were just improving. He so is, good. I mean, not just as an improviser, but as his approach to this business is mm -hmm. yes and mm -hmm. I, everything you ask Fred to do, he he says yes with enthusiasm, and it was a weird because I have no sense of music i didn't know what we should do for a band nothing right and uh credit to lauren michaels who said well, i think maybe fred does it really and, fred, and 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 it was a thing where fred then put together a band fred and i do have similar music tastes and so he put together this great band full and of they sort are of, great they're great and this sort of they're this sort of post-punk dc scene yeah. guys that i would never have been able to describe fred said you're gonna really like them and then 
you know, the expectation was from the very beginning, Fred will put this together and then we'll get it off the ground and then we'll have guest drummers and Fred will come back every now and then. And, you know, so this is a week where he's back and it's <laughs> makes such a difference just to know you have him there. And oh my God, you could throw anything at him and he just he has no idea you're going to throw what you're no. going to do. And the other thing, which really as an improviser myself, if yeah. I say something to him along the lines of Fred, is it true you open a new theme park? Whatever he says wouldn't have been in my top 100 guesses. <laughs> so all. not only is he a wonderful improviser, he is always, it's three ricochets away from where you thought it was going to land. Amazing. Yeah. It, that is awesome. Let me ask you this. If you didn't do this, what is your dream job? Now you can almost be a politician. Like you know I, all about politics. I've pol been what telling is, you for the longest. If you're not you going to take over run, for Lauren. You need to what? run for some type of politics. This, I mean, it's next? too late now. I, I would Why? vote for well, you. Well, no, I mean, starting, I'm saying starting over, I'd like to be a general manager for a baseball team. That, but that's too huh. late. So uh, I'll work really? for you. But I. So who's your team? Yankees, right? I think I would like the Pirates just because, you know, build them up right. from nothing. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, okay. Good Whatever. luck with that, buddy. Yeah, yeah, exactly, motherfucker. But I, I mean, I don't know what I do after this. I really don't. Really? I mean, I'm really happy. It's nice to still. Do things like stand up on the side. Let me ask you something. Were you always political or did the world force yeah. you in this direction? I yeah. think it was a little bit forced, but I will. If I was political at all, it was because I grew up in New Hampshire. Right. And so every mm. four years, all the mm. politicians came through. That's mm. true. And when I would watch SNL as a kid, it was so cool to me that the same guy who'd just been at our general store shaking hands was getting played by Al Franken on SNL. Oh, wow. And so that, I think, set planted some seeds, but I fell into it way more at SNL than I ever would have planned. Wow. All right, so how does, I know you're invested in this, so how does it end for Trump? You going to jail? He shits no. himself on a golf course? I don't think no. he's going to jail. I don't, I don't think, think that. Mysterious Russian poisoning. Yeah. I don't, again, I, my history with Donald Trump, as far as predicting what's happening next, is not, not great. Good. Oh, so yeah. I will I will opt out of trying to predict what's next. <laughs> yeah. But I would be very surprised if, he went to jail. I, I don't just think feel he's like, to jail. in general, this country does not punish people who are mm, that. That's, that's yeah, true. yeah. I think that his name will be ruined. I don't think he'd be able to run again. But I don't think that they're going to put him in jail because they we don't want to be known as the country that put our president in jail, which we should be because yeah. maybe we would be a better well, fucking country. Well, I do think at some point you should put people in jail. Yes, of course, of course, of <laughs> course. I, I believe you do, but Seth, we don't. Yeah. We don't. We got, you know, we got a lot of bullshit going on. You know what I'm saying? Well, the other thing is, for example, with these documents. Yeah. It would seem crazy to put him in jail for that, okay. but it also seems crazy to me that other people are in jail for that who yeah. have less power. Everybody so, else yeah. is in jail and for that too, stuff. Seth, so you could say Seth, you can't like put a, him in jail for documents. That's a real offense to, I mean, it's like espionage. Like, I mean, it's yes. proven that Russia helped to, and, and that's, doesn't that scare, shouldn't that scare, like back in the day, we would have been like, oh shit, Russia's, you know? I always feel like when you, for example, when somebody like Paul Manafort, before he got pardoned, when he goes to jail and you hear it's 12 years, you think to yourself, eh, no, nobody should go to jail for 12 years. I'd rather everybody who's in jail for 12 years for some bullshit is in jail for less, as opposed to I want Donald Trump to go to jail for 25 years. Oh. I just feel like let's not put people in jail for that long, whether you like them or not. Really? Yeah. Even if they break the fucking law? I just what feel if they like murder 17 people. Well, murder 17 people is one thing, but if it's financial crimes or, you know, having a little bit of weed in Can your I, pocket, I don't okay. feel like you should be in jail okay. for that long. The weed, yeah. 
Oh, uh, interesting. Where weed, you came yeah. down on that. Yeah, no, the weed, yeah, but the political financial shit go to fucking jail. Like, that's so white to say. No, I'm just saying I want uh, people of all races not to <laughs> be in jail. You know what I mean? Look, here's the good news. If yeah. Paul Manafort actually had to be in a real jail for five years, it would... You know, well, oh, I, you mean like in a real jail, not a no, real, yeah, jail. A real jail. Well, okay, yes. I get that. I, I hear that. That's yeah. what I said. Yeah, like, they get I a had a rant of the week we did here with Alan Weisselberg going to Rikers and like, yeah. go get him, fellas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah, finish. I mean, yeah, give him like three years of hard time on, oh. or just a weekend in Rikers. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie, Seth has to go. I've been told. Seth, but Woo! Seth, you need to know this. You and I have the same birthday. Oh, happy Is birthday. Is that amazing? You, me, yes. Sienna Miller, Denzel Washington, yep. Maggie Smith. That nice. don't make you motherfucker special. Oh, Capricorns, yeah. you love Capricorns. I love Capricorns, I do. I think Capricorns are the fucking best so what after was burgers. The, what was the, that doesn't make you motherfucker special part? I don't know. I just <laughs> need to real say 180. that because I just feel like, you know. We are special and you're special for coming. Thanks guys, yes. it was wonderful being Thank here and so seeing much. you both in person. I really appreciate yeah. it. Hopefully we'll see you soon. Hi, Seth. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. It's time for What the Fuck Y'all Want. What the fuck do y'all want? Oh, man, this is where we take listener questions and comments and we will answer any question you may have about anything in the world. Um, if you want to write to us, send us an email, recorded voice message with your question to fuckrypodcast at gmail.com. That's F-C-K-R-Y podcast at gmail.com. If you record yourself, you might want to use a fake name. Anyway, Dawn writes, hey, Lenny and Leslie, love the show. Any advice on how to discipline a child without spanking? I have two kids, one three years old, one six years old. I love them so much. When they don't get their way, they can throw some amazing temper tantrums. Now, I grew up getting spankings, and I don't want to do the same for my kids. Mm. However, there have been days where I've been real close to popping one right in the face. Any advice? I'm sure this one's I'm sure this one's for Lenny, but I would love Leslie to weigh in. Are you kidding? This Leslie loves weighing in on this. Go ahead, Leslie. No, I'm going to let you answer first. Well, Gina's very big on yeah. if you act like that, they'll act like that. So they're going to learn. Whatever. They're going to. Yeah. And so she's very big on, you know, my wife, that's she's very why, big on not screaming. Serial and, killers. <laughs> that's why you're raising serial killers. Y'all don't know how to say no. To I think. Children. No, you could say no to him. I've, no, we've done. You could no. do a timeout. You can do timeout. I do wish my, if my mom gave me a timeout, do you know I'd be in jail right now? <laughs> I would be in jail right now because I wouldn't take the timeout fucking serious. Oh, you giving me time to rest so I can fucking have rest to do something else bad, mom. No, like I'm not. Listen, wait, let me listen. wait. Wait, the go timeout ahead. you talk. There's no ahead, just you ahead. just put them in the corner yeah, like the whatever. dunce with mm-hmm. a cap on. You you talk to them and you say this is talk. what you did wrong. Yes, you explain it to them and believe me, they get upset. They get upset and they sit there and they have the moment to themselves and like, are you ready? That and you check in on. Are you ready to come back? That it works. Nev- it's never proven work. work. Okay. That would never fucking work. So just beat the shit out of them. Okay. So what do you want to do? Either, but I am saying that I don't think that a child needs to get beaten all do you get what i'm saying yeah. I, I don't believe in beating right but there is a such thing as discipline and and but uh, it even well you know i hate to, to quote the bible spare the rod spoil the child that shit is real mm. real i mean and you do need to have some type of discipline with me i was a crazy ass kid yeah and my mom would snatch me or she would pinch me or she would pop the shit out of me and i've deserved every fucking pop now <laughs> 
Now, I understand that people don't raise their kids like that now. I I, I get it. Yeah. I get the whole thing. Yeah. But discipline is very fucking important because you will raise a fucking serial killer. If you don't discipline your child, you don't love your child. I, I really because you're not preparing them for the real world. You need to you need to teach your child what no means. Yeah. You need to teach your child um, how to have some fucking boundaries. And sometimes you do have to like pop that fucking hand, man. It's and I'm not saying all the fucking time. And even when because see me, I just I just I would not beat my child, but my child would be scared of me, and and my child would have a right fear of me. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's a right fear. I was more scared of my parents than yeah. police. Do you understand? Like, it's, it's a reverent fear, if if that makes any sense. And in other words, I don't want to disappoint my parents. Right. And I'm definitely not trying to embarrass my parents. Right. So it's a reverent fear. It's not like, because I love my parents. I loved my mom and dad. You know, they, they fucking loved me. Right. And real talk, when you don't show discipline to your kids, your kids don't think you care about them. That's why they act out. Now, going back to without spanking, I mean, it's, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, blame a parent for using that method. I do think that it needs to be, of course, monitored. I don't believe in beating a child or abusing a child, but I do believe in spanking. I'm sorry. Well, we believe on actions have consequences. If you're having a tantrum in a restaurant, we're leaving and you have to follow through. You do this here. Yeah. We're leaving. We don't go to restaurants anymore yeah, until yeah. you can handle it. Right, right. And you have to follow through. You get up and walk out of no, the birthday that's, party. That's right. And that's, that's so real. Now, that's good. Now, I'm going to tell you, because when it got to a point, because uh, in real talk, that spanking shit wears out, too. Because yeah. when I got to a point, yeah. like when you know that the whooping <laughs> is coming, my mom, what my mom started doing was yeah. she started taking shit away from me yes. that I cared That's about. That's better. Like, yeah, like, oh, you can't play in a basketball game That's this Friday. Right. I would have a fucking, That's like, right. that literally stopped me from doing a lot That's of shit. That's discipline. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I had my godson, I didn't have to ever spank my god. I really didn't. There you because go. I would, I would, we would like, we was in an ice cream parlor once. Yeah. And I was like, okay, it's time to go. Literally had a full tantrum. I left him. Yeah. I walked out of the fucking, <laughs> you could do, you could deal with your life by yourself, little boy. I'm not, are you kidding me? And it, and he stopped doing that it's shit. It's a good thing I didn't have it on the subway. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. But, but, but you know, I, in other words, I don't fault people for spanking their kids. I don't believe in abuse. Yeah. I don't fault people for spanking their kids. But I do believe that there is a such thing as showing. No question about it. There's a way to handle these tamper potential too. You have to right. let them like have it. You have let to let them have, have it. Let them have and it. Then show them that it's not acceptable. I, I literally would not. Uh, okay, you could do. Throw, hey, throw all the tantrums that you want, and then I throw their ass in the corner. Oh, there's been plenty of times we've been at the playground, and the parents have been like, "We got to go. They're having the tantrum. We're leaving." And they have a bigger tantrum, and then they—that's the way they learn. Don't do it. Or are you going to leave the playground? You yeah. know what I mean? It's just... And then I don't give a shit about you crying. Yeah. I. That's the thing about being a comedian. It's the one great thing. Like Gina takes it hard when she's having, when she cries. But I'm like, I'm the one who goes in there because I don't care. You can cry in my face. I've been heckled, screamed exactly. at. Exactly. Go ahead. I don't cry. give a shit. I don't give a shit. I don't give a yeah. shit. This is going to happen. This is, this oh is going God. down. And you can cry all you want. And, and, and Gina too goddamn emotional. I just, you know, you get oh. your motherfucking ass in the living room and let me take care of this. Because <laughs> for real. All right. Next one. Stanley writes, hey there. Love the show. I wanted to know, how do you date when you are super awkward and super oh, nerdy? God. 
Any advice is welcome. When I say super nerdy, I play D and D. I guess that's Dungeons and Dragons. I was like week. Dick and Dick. What is that? <laughs> I want to see the dice for that. Mm-hmm. Attend all the Marvel Comic Cons, and I'm a oh, big gamer. God. I've tried online dating, but every time I've met someone Ugh. in person, it's pretty awkward. God, I, I communicate life. better better via text when I speak. Jesus it's way. hard to control my super nervous energy on a date. And again, any Ugh. advice how to be less awkward? Oh, I hate men like you. Okay, first of Wait, all, how do you, it's a man. Uh, what do you mean? It's got to be a man. No. No, there's no girl that does this. Dungeons and Dragons? His name is Stanley, bitch. Oh, Stanley Wright. Jesus yeah. Christ. Well, um, she could have changed her name no, to Stanley. No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and plus, women women are not really like that. Women fucking know how to handle Oh, themselves. yeah? I think they do. I think way more than men. Just, just men. Look at this bullshit that he's writing in here. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, you're super nerdy. Okay, first of all, sir, there is a group of people who fucking love nerds. I love nerds. I think nerds are fucking awesome. Uh, uh, there's, there's women who are super attracted to nerds. You need to go after women who are attracted to that type of people. Um, as far as the nervousness, I, I don't know what to tell you about that. If you can fucking go to comic cons and be a big gamer <laughs> and do, I, then what the fuck? Like what are what the? I don't understand how you're not able to communicate. I yeah, mean, if you could go to comic con dressed yeah, as a Jedi, exactly, you can go on a then date. Then you can go on a fucking date, <laughs> motherfucker. What I would say is grow the fuck up. Is yeah. what I would say. Grow the fuck up. Now I I literally the only thing I could say to you is grow the fuck up. Grow the fuck up. Like seriously, be a fucking man. Like I get so tired of motherfuckers coming with that awkward. You what you awkward about? What you fucking nervous about? Be a fucking man. Be proud about who you are. But if you can come and ask me and say I'm super nerdy, I play D. If you can out loud say I play D and D, which I would say Dungeons Dragon. Don't say D and D. It sounds like some sex shit. You know what I'm saying? It sounds dick on dick. You know what I'm saying? So if you can, if you can write in and say. D and Mar- D and say this shit out loud, then you're not really awkward. So are you dating out your league? Because if you're dating bitches that are real pretty or something that's making you awkward, maybe you need to veer from that. I'm no, I'm serious. I I, I don't know. I I get a you little could have annoyed. So many sexy lines. Is that you want to see my lightsaber? Exactly. <laughs> like like seriously, yeah. be the fucking nerd, motherfucker. <laughs> like like yeah. Yeah, you'll get some. I mean, listen, I mean, it's all experience too. Just keep especially going. now. Listen, especially now, men men okay, men are really sucking. Like the they're sucking right now, but there's a lot of single men and there's a lot of single women. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You you just <sighs> you just have to keep putting yourself out there, and you'll you know it's experience Whatever. like anything else. We talk about this all the time. It's going to be the crux of your uh, next special, probably. Yeah. Do not be afraid to fail. You can't be afraid exactly. to fail because you won't reach success, exactly. right? That's as simple as that. Like everybody's so afraid to fail. The date will go bad. I'm finished. I've had a billion a horrible billion. dates, and he literally ended up marrying out of his league. <laughs> Gina is ah, fucking beautiful. Oh my god, you said that in the book too. I, I read that. Yeah, he's what such a this? nerd, and his wife is gorgeous. Marry her immediately. <laughs> what is the matter with you? Oh my god, <laughs> get shit on in the book. I shit it on him. In the All book. right, let's do Claudia. I, oh, I'm gonna guess that's a woman. Claudia, Lenny, and Leslie are both so hilarious. Want to see if you guys thought I was shallow for this? Jesus, just I, the fact that you said that, bitch. I recently went out on a date with a really nice guy. We really vibed on the dating app, so I was looking forward to the date. Get to the date. He was a nice guy, attractive, but his breath was horrendous. 
It was so bad, I periodically checked to see if my eyebrows weren't burnt off. Damn. It was so distracting, I was convinced it was a severe form of halitosis. Yep. The next day, next day, I let him down gently, and I told him I didn't think it would work out. He took it well enough, but I told him, when I told him uh, we could be friends, uh, they thought, no, oh, I, I told my friends, they yeah. thought it was shallow for not giving him another chance. What do you guys think? Uh, okay, first of all, fuck your friends. Your friends ain't got to be fucking up under that horrible-ass breath. Fuck them motherfuckers. It's always the friends who got some bullshit to say. Go fuck yourself, you pieces of shit. First of all, if that motherfucker had bad breath, I, I would have told him. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, I would have said. That's true. You would have told him. I yeah. would have been like, hey, I don't know what's going on with your breath. <laughs> <laughs> but if we're going to continue, you need to fix that yeah. or we're not going to continue. And I'm I'm just being nice. I think that you're a nice guy. I'm actually really attracted to you. I see that you're attracted to me. But your breath smelled like like you ate garbage for breakfast, <laughs> motherfucker. Like a raccoon died in your throat. <laughs> like like somebody uh, stuck, stuck their athlete's foot on <laughs> on your tonsil. Like you got more of them. Like like Did you just eat drinking, a dumpster. Like yeah. you're drinking dumpster juice. You know what I'm saying? Like your breath smell like three homeless people. You know what I'm saying? He's so like I, I got it from the first one. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm just and I'm being honest. And listen, you want you like me because I'm real and I would like to be with you, but I can't take the breath. So if he just be like, oh, that's rude. Well, what's rude is your breath. You know what I'm saying? And I would have told my friends. Oh, uh, fuck y'all. Yeah, listen. Y'all not my friends. If you really like this guy, then tell him the truth and have yeah. a second date, you know, and see I don't, if he can no, correct it. I, no, no, no. If she felt like that, the breath must have been really bad. Yeah. For her to let him down gently the next day. Okay. It must have been really bad. And then she might, might the breath might have turned off the, the attraction. Okay, you okay. know what I'm saying? Like, I can't What's... even concentrate because your breath smelled like a <laughs> fucking dead person. Like, <laughs> did you, did you embalm your tongue, motherfucker? Like, like, Jesus wept. Uh, could you imagine if she did say all those things in a row to this guy? <laughs> that guy would go take care of his breath, though. Take care of his breath. He'd shoot himself in the head. He wouldn't shoot himself. He would go to the dentist. dentist. Yeah, he would go to the dentist. All right. Because let's, let's... I'm sure she's not the first person that said that to him. <laughs> and then how dare you show up to the date with bad breath? What's wrong with you? And then, then talk about a bitch. Then talk about a woman that she wasn't pretty enough for you. Did you ever date somebody that you kind of were attracted to and then there was some big turnoff? Let me think. Let me think. Yes. Well, except for the, don't, aside from small dick when it. Oh, no, no, no. Like a first date that you're like. Okay, okay. So I was going to, okay. Does it have to be a date or it could have been a hookup? Like, yeah. okay. All right. Okay, so I was going to, like, I had been like, Texting with this guy because yeah. it was just gonna be a hookup, seriously. Right. And he had a huge dick because he sent me pictures. You know, that's the first thing I asked for a dick pic. And oh no, you, you asked got, for the dick pic. Yes. Are you fucking serious? Send me a picture of your dick. It's not going any further. Oh I'm six feet tall. There's no reason for me to work with equipment that it's not gonna. <laughs> Do they fit have me. to put it next to a ruler or? I could tell. Yeah. I could tell. You could tell. You could tell. Especially if they take the right dick pic. Yeah. You could tell. So <laughs> next to a watermelon and no, it's the same size. you just can tell. Okay, yeah, just I, tell, could tell just, I could tell. No, I could nothing tell. Nothing for context. And okay. he had a awesome dick. He had literally a really awesome mm -hmm. dick. So he shows up and literally his teeth are gray. Gray. They're gray. Ew. Like they almost look like they are ombre, like they black and went to gray. Wow. And I was like, it looked like it was done on purpose. Like a grill kind of situation? I don't know what the fuck it was. I was just like, and he was so nice. He was so nice. Mm -hmm. I, and and I was just like, I didn't want to hurt his feelings. Yeah. But I was just like, yeah, I got something to do after here. Mm -hmm. um, I'm cool. Wait, did you still hook up? 
No, I couldn't. Oh, could do it. But I'm going to be honest. I wish I kind of did. <laughs> because his dick was so big. I didn't have to kiss him. But at that time, I guess I was feeling real funny style. Like, because I think, like, maybe a couple of months later, I was like, yeah. damn, I should have hooked up with that dude. <laughs> well, maybe he's still around. I mean, I... You know, just I tell him, you instead know of a dick pic, send, you know a, send so me a crazy? teeth pic. Well, you know, what's, <laughs> you know what's so crazy? What's so crazy is that I had to change my number after all that stuff happened. Yeah. But he did text me again. Like, he was like, hey, just checking on you. And I didn't fuck with him. Uh, mm. I, I didn't fuck with him. So I understand why she wasn't honest. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you do find like, oh, I want to hurt his feelings. And he was so nice. I didn't want to be like, why are your teeth gray? But I really kind of wish I did. I really kind of mm. was like, is that a thing? Because yeah. that's not attractive to me. Just give him some Crest White Strips. Sounds like you I don't. Fix I, this. But I wonder if that was something that he did physically to his teeth. Because oh. if he would have said, oh, no, my teeth are not right. Like that. that this is just. And then I might have been like, oh. Mm. All right. You know, and I just didn't take the time to ask. I, and I think I was really tired that night, too. And I was just like, oh, everything is just irritating me. But, yeah, I think I remember specifically that guy. This have you ever did that? I don't remember. No, I mean, I've had some dates where they've said a few things that I was like, okay, we're done. You know, like I have a dog. He's vicious. I'm like, we're, I'm done. Where do we go from here? You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not going up there having sex with the dog. You know? No, absolutely not. You know, I think there was a doctor and I was like, a doctor? I was like, wow, that's impressive. She goes, oh, I hate being a doctor. Ugh. It's the worst. And then bitched about being a doctor. I'm like, you're saving people's, oh, uh, if the doctor doesn't yeah, like our job, we've come yeah, to the end. end. Yeah, bitch, what you spend all the time in school for? Yeah. with your dumb ass? Yeah, I'm glad. Your parents are probably thrilled you spent 200 grand on, you know, and I don't want to do this. So I've had some weird yeah, some situations. Yeah, some weird situations. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you never, and have you ever told I've had people somebody... show up, send me a picture, and then show up and they're like 90. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, what, what year before the war was this picture taken? Yeah, you know? I've had stuff like oh that happen. You'd God. be like, boy, you know you're you 20 got, pounds heavier yeah, than this you got picture. bullshit. All right. Yeah. We'll it's be right. It's hard being single. That's some fuckery. But we got some more fuckery with the fuckery of the week coming up right now. Yas. Hey, now it's time for the fuckery of the week. Time for the fuckery. The fuckery of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think I'm going first. Correct, Leslie? Yes, always. Um, Leslie, I need you to intro me as like a, a newsman. Like we're an anchor desk and you just say, and now here's Lenny with the weather. Okay. And now here's Lenny Marcus with the weather. Thank you, Leslie. I'm fascinated by weatherman Leslie. You ever watch the news and think, where does the weatherman come from? Was his major atmospheric studies with a minor in broadcasting? Or they just, is it some wannabe model who looks great in a sweater to give you bad news so you don't care? Oh my God, you see how hot that chick is? Wait, did she say it was going to be a tornado? Mm -hmm. But then the hurricane season happens, you realize that these weathermen are nothing but narcissistic morons. Either that or they're on, they're the lowest end of the newsroom totem pole. I mean, why else would you go out in a 150-mile-an-hour hurricane and report it live? Who is sending these people out there? Let them go. You have a family. The camera guy has a family. Here's an idea. Tell the boss no. This just in. People know what rain is. 
We've seen heavy rain. We've seen high wind. We've seen very high wind. We know it's scary. A car just flew by the screen. Go home. Nobody is watching this thinking, what a stud this guy is and who makes his yellow slicker. Nope. We're at home watching it. We're watching you take it in the face like a porn star in a gangbang <laughs> and thinking, does this weather dork have a death wish? Get out of there. It's crazy dangerous, you idiot. I am done with this fuckery. For now on, you go out there. I'm rooting for the storm. That's right. Weather Channel dipshits. I'm talking to you, Jim Cantori. There's a reason you almost got hurt during current Hurricane Ian, because Mother Nature decided to spank your ass just like a petulant child. I told you, James. Whack. Stay in the house during a hurricane. Whack. Now I will decapitate you with a street sign. Fucking idiot. <laughs> now back to you, Leslie. Oh, my God. But I thought you didn't believe in spanking. You're right. Okay. No. Anyway, so, I, and so you that, know, women, too, that I always look at the weather women. I'll be like, damn, they're not giving them no wardrobe at all. They just always have on what's in their closet. I'll yeah. be like, this bitch dressed herself. Like, you, you just you just know. You yeah. know what the funniest one was? If you go uh, to the Caribbean and turn on the weather, that guy's making money to go, it's going to be sunny in 85. It's, it's going to be beautiful day, today. It's sunny beautiful. in 85. The weather map is the same. Did you see Don Don was out there reporting and he pulled, out of, pulled off his boots and poured water out of his boots? Fun. Like, who cares? Who gives a shit, Don? Yeah. What are you doing? Nobody cares. Don Lemon's out in the hurricane. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Go home. We know what a hurricane is. I give up. I give up. Idiots. Oh, Go my God. Okay, so my fuckery of the week is just basically... Dumbass shit. Just, just. <laughs> First of all, okay, Ron DeSantis and and is it Greg Abbott? The, yeah. These two people are pulling political stunts, like like literally theater, political theater, and spending millions of dollars to send immigrants to different states, and their state is fucking dying. They're not rich states. Like, they need help. Like, Ron DeSantis had to go to Biden and ask him for fucking money. And he waited because he needed to get the photo op. He's a piece of fucking shit. So this is my question. Why are y'all still voting for these people who have showed you that they don't give a fuck about your state? Mississippi don't have fuck. Is it Mississippi that don't have water? Yeah. They don't yeah, have checks. fucking water. That is, listen, I've said this before. Anyone who is paying taxes and not getting the things that you need for your state, you is a dumbass motherfucker or you a lazy ass piece of shit for not making sure that you're voting for the people that are taking care of your state. Everyone who pays taxes, you are paying taxes out of your fucking check Every time you get paid for your state and your shit to be taken care of and for you not to make sure that your state it's, it's just like you can't complain. You can't complain if you're not voting and making sure that people that are taking care of your shit is taking care of your shit. Ron DeSantis does not give a fuck about anybody. Greg Abbott does not give a fuck about anybody. They have proven it. The Lindsey Grahams, all of them have proven it. They have shown publicly that they don't give a fuck. And we as the citizens are not doing anything. I, I can't believe that the people in Florida believe that Ron DeSantis is supposed to be doing the shit that he's doing. Because if you do, then you're, you deserve to fucking die in Florida. And I'm being very fucking honest. You deserve everything that's happening to you. Half of Florida is in the goddamn ocean.
in the fucking ocean. Think about that. Because I was just with a driver that told me that that part of Florida shouldn't even be built. You shouldn't even be building on it. Mother Nature is telling you to stop doing that. But just because the beaches are beautiful a couple of fucking days of the year, you motherfuckers are still building down there. I don't understand it. Are we just going to wait till all of us die before you make a fucking decision before it be too late? What about the, the motherfuckers on the Titanic? were arrogant pieces of shit. They were arrogant pieces of shit. And they hit a fucking iceberg. Yay, iceberg. Because what the fuck? What iceberg has got to hit us to make us realize that we are fucking making the wrong decisions? And how do you have these evil people in office? I don't understand it. Now, I'm not saying Democrats are any better. I'm not saying Democrats are any better. But God, Damn, the Republicans are fucked up. I mean, look, you got to look at what they do. They voted for not to have relief. They voted against relief. They voted against the pay raise. They're vo- like, what the fuck? I don't understand. I don't understand. So if, if, you're, if you're still supporting these people, you deserve everything that happens to you. Yeah, there you go. He spent a lot of money to get those. Migrants uh, off there. No, he didn't. And he didn't spend his money. He spent the tax fucking money. taxpayers' money. And what the fuck is wrong with asking y'all? Asking for a handout for the hurricane. And Amazing. He and he didn't have to humble himself after he didn't talk shit to Biden to, for fucking relief. And let me let you know, he didn't not ask for it until he can get a photo op. He literally did not help these people. He is he is literally. And, and you know what? I'm going to tell you this. He's scarier than Trump because he's a little bit smarter than that motherfucker. Not very much, but he's a little bit smarter. And that's what's scary about that shit. You motherfuckers, look at the sight instead of the fucking sustenance. It's fucking stupid. So what? These motherfuckers are male, heterosexual, aggressive white men who gives a fuck. They don't give a fuck about you. I think he did create a new show, though, called... Uh... Icebergs versus hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. That's kind of cool, right? <laughs> yeah. That's the end of our show. Thank you for listening to the fuckery. Just remember, any photos, links to this episode, especially me with Seth, My- Seth Myers, will be posted at Fuckery Podcast on Instagram. That's spelled F C K R Y Podcast on all platforms. Send us your listener questions to fuckerypodcast at gmail.com. Letters and voice me- memos are welcome. If you want to follow me, I'm at Lenny Marcus NYC on all platforms. And if you want to follow Leslie, it's at Lesdog. That's L-E-S-D-O-G with three G's on Twitter, four G's on Instagram, and five G's on TikTok. Why, Leslie? Because I'm a motherfucking G, son. Yep. The fuckery Leslie Jones and Lenny Marcus was created and stars Leslie Jones and Lenny Marcus. The show is produced by Judith Cargbo. And our audio engineer is Jordan Duffy. Music for the show is done by Marina Pais. This is an Airwolf production. Because the wolf has ears. Ears.